You're listening to the Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-house Productions with your host Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. We're back. Episode 61. Episode 61. We pray you will bless by episode 60. This is the aftermath. Pastor JT and Lady this is Lady Fanita. Yeah, Lady Fanita is in the building. In the building, we had a great, great dialogue, great conversation on um, episode 60. The Preacher's Kid. Yes. Is it a myth? Fact or fiction? And we uh, determined it is somewhat in the middle, somewhat in the middle. Lady Mayberry, you got any thoughts you want to add on it being in the middle? (laughs) I kind of, uh, the reason why I kind of come up with it being in the middle is because some of the things they were saying were right Mm -hmm. pertaining to preacher's children. And then some things were wrong. Right. Uh, Being a preacher's kid, I understand that sometimes we can be far off to the left mm-hmm. but then too we can be on the right side yeah i mean some some i mean being a preacher's kid uh it's it's different than a than a pastor saying what they felt their kid did yeah or felt that their kid uh were missing out on right being in that position and in our position now we're able to see both sides of the fence right from the preacher's kid perspective and the pastoral uh, first lady perspective so we're able to see both sides and uh right. i love the fact where uh uh on the on the, the portion where they asked the pastors uh were there any regrets or things that they could uh uh change about or what they've done wrong or uh what they've done right uh i love the fact that they were able to um some of them said that they wouldn't change a thing they wouldn't change nothing at all uh some said unrealistic expectations of the place on them exposure to negative aspects of the church uh being too busy uh faith not being a model uh, consistently in the home, worldly influence or peers, self-discovered or free will resulting in rebellion and failure to make their own uh, faith, faith their, their own. faith their own. Yeah. But it was it was something else down closer to the bottom. Where uh, keep going that I found, yeah, right there. They had nineteen percent said that they have no regrets and wouldn't change a thing yeah and uh prior to us beginning this broadcast uh lady mayberry was suggesting that we we do an episode on regrets and i said that i have no regrets because i wouldn't be in the place that i am in now had i've witnessed and experienced the things that i have or been through so uh some of the things that that i've i've observed and 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 witnessed have made me a better father have made me a better husband have made me a better 
preacher have made me a better pastor. So I wouldn't go back and change anything because as the scripture said, it was for my good. It was for my good. And so I thank God that uh, I, I believe it should have been more than 19 percent that had no regrets. Uh, 42% said that they wish they had spent more time with their children. Mm-hmm. And, and I get that. I get that. I understand that. But from both perspectives, uh, I, I, I believe somebody said on online or on the other thing, we mentioned balance, but we take out of the equation what balance is. Yeah. We miss the point of the call by watering it down with an excuse for balance right. you're a parent 24 7 right regardless regardless of what position ain't you no hold. and that's why i waved it it wasn't no balance it ain't no balance right what's there to balance right you're a parent right well, and, and, I think that the, <laughs> and you're a pastor well the uh, so the, so the, so it goes in one that's in one hand. that's hand in hand you see a parent as a pastor right you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You you go to the baseball game. You still a pastor and you still a parent. So what are you balancing? Right. You see what and I'm I saying? And I think once we made it made mention what we felt like like God is the one that creates the balance for the house. God creates that, so and you, then when you put first, God first, yeah, He balances balance out everything. everything. And so that's what I'm saying. Straight. The parent and the that position is one. It's not separate. Yeah. But I think and that's, that's when we make the mistake when we separate them. And that's what the what one of the, the things. This is your daddy talking now. This is not past. Yeah. So you confuse them. Yeah. But that's what one of the things. The reason why um, that comment was made because of something that we read, and it oh, was yeah. talking about how you know people don't know how to balance home and church, and it's, it that it shouldn't be, be an issue. Yeah, because you are not two different people. Because right. you're in church or if you're at home. Yeah, this is the home yeah, me and the church is, no. me. That's fake. Yeah. You should be the same person 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So what? that's why I wanted to say your children, ought to, what you p- portray at church ought to be what your children see at right. home. Right, So right. Th- it, you won't have and to have a fight for balance. And you wouldn't have that, that other number where, where it said the children, uh, 7% don't go to church no more at all or yeah, because of, because of negative influence exposure exposure to negative, to negative aspects, aspects of the church. church they saw that at home 18 percent is not modeled consistently and 14 percent yeah not modeled consistently at home mm-hmm. that's a lot that's a lot 18 and 14 percent mm-hmm. that's a lot that's a lot when you when you think about why these and are so reasons why the whole these are reasons why the children are not in ministry yeah after the fact that's what i wanted to put yeah. on there this is the reasons why because the, the exposure to the negative aspects of church unrealistic expectations placed on them and then faith is not modeled consistently at home right and so that's where then we had a comment that there it has to be some type of balance but see you get in trouble where you try to balance out what what is true. Right. That's where the problem come in at. And people feel like there needs to be a balance. But when you're, I mean, of course you're not walking in the anointing 24 hours a day. But you should be saved 24 hours a day. Exactly. And so if That's you're a man or a woman of God. Balance is pretty much a cop out. Right. Because you're still supposed to be a man or woman of God 24-7. Yeah. 
your parent 24-7. Yeah. So you're you're the same individual. I, I, I don't know what movie it was. I think it's The Preacher's Kid, if I'm not mistaken, where the preacher said, this is your father speaking. I'm your father. And she says, you're also my pastor. You see? Yeah. So, so you still daddy, either yeah. way it go, whether we at home or at the church. Yeah. And it's, it's so important not to forget that, that, um, that's why a lot of children don't really look at ministry, take ministry seriously, take it seriously. because they their parents are two different people. When they yeah. get home, they turn it to somebody else. That's why I was saying at the end of the broadcast that it is so important when you have leaders who are after God's heart, because right. that person Though the children may be acting up, it's because of that, that's on their own accord, not because of what you see me do. Because if I practice what I preach, balance is already there. Right. If I practice what I preach, you know what I stand for in the church and out of the church. Right. I don't have to be another person to you at home. And, and that's crazy because that everybody called me PK at school. Really? They call me PK in, in, in the streets. And so, um, I mean, they expected me to do the opposite of what they did right and because they expected me to to walk this narrow straighten out they were like no man no 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 you you, you ain't finna do that go home pk is you, you know we got it we, we finna do xyz no you sure you want to drink that you sure you want they they gonna i mean and it was out of respect them not trying to be funny and they're, they're like say man you know uh it's, it's getting close to 10 because I had a, my car had a curfew. I didn't have a curfew. My car had a curfew. So I had to have that car parked at home at 10. And they'll say, hey, man, won't you just chill at the house? You already, you know, a little tipsy. Just you going to chill at I get mad. No, man, I'm finna go with y'all and finish kicking it. Y'all just bring me back home. Well, were you already at home? I didn't see it. But they were still respecting that. I was the PK. They're not just respecting me as the PK, but the father, the pastor that's in the house. And so it, it, it was all on, on me. Wanted to do the opposite purposely. And I think as a preacher's kid, we all get in that that yeah. place where we want to have a little, you know, uh, wild side. Yeah, you got to. You get that wild hair and you want to go wild because everybody yeah. else is doing it. Because it's something in you that know, you know that it's wrong. You know that you're expected to walk, you know, this, yeah. this tight rope. And so um, you get to the place where you, I want to do something crazy, you know? Right. And I did that and I, I ventured out. And I mean, me venturing out ultimately led to doing things I really didn't, I know for a fact that right. wasn't right. for me to do. Being being a daredevil. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yes. But my, my way of thinking then all through high school, uh, practice celibacy. Uh, all through high school, I waited till my senior year to start drinking. And it was like an, uh, I was rewarding myself. And it became, from that reward, became a habit. And that habit overtook me. That's right. That habit overtook me, whether it was sex, alcohol, drugs, whatever that habit was, it overtook me. That celebration period overtook me. And that celebration was extended. 
I went on a, a, a almost a 15, 20 year celebration from graduation day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's how it is. And it, you know what? It's, it's like um, the enemy is like it's like it's double trouble, right? Because you, because now you've opened up to me, and he couldn't wait to get you, right? Anyway, Wanted because anyway. you were a preacher's child, you know, right. because you was the preacher's kid. It's like he was waiting on the sidelines. I got to get this one. I got it's, to get this one. And wow. he does. It's like he just runs you wild, like he did with Solomon. He took him. He paraded him around. He blinded him. And they he, they cause him to be a lot a laughing stock, you know. Right, and that was that was my life. Thing, yeah. That was my life, and 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 ultimately it it drew me away, uh, like I said, that you fell away from the yeah. faith or start having doubts, and so I started studying Islam, and I started studying uh, a Krishna, started studying different religions to contest the uh, the faith of Christ. Uh, ancestry and black power this and all that I, I fell all the way into that away from what I grew up in but I thank God that he trained me as a child that I never would depart from it that's right that's the key and I think that that is very very important for any pastor any leader out there that is you know if you have a way with child one that seems to have walked away or is, you know acting out as the prodigal child keep praying keep on praying keep on instilling that word keep covering them in prayer because just like that child was wayward we were the same way at one point in time but, in but our lives I think I have a different approach with it than than what my parents did my my parents they still tried to to beat me with it while I was at their home. They, they, uh, as long as I, I, I was still drinking, still doing what I wanted to do, they, they preached to me every time they saw me. And they made me want to stay away from the faith even that more, much more. And so I, my approach with my children is, I don't, I don't rob beat them with the word. I don't, I, I, even though they know that they, whatever they doing is in right. So, I don't have to go back behind them and tell them that that ain't right. Right. I ain't got to tell them, say, son, you put that weed up and do the, uh, uh, say, son, put that liquor up. Right. Uh, because they saw me. And they know. And they know. And they saw. They saw my life. And so so what I continue to do is, is say, hey, man, you know, I know what you do. Right. You ain't got to hide. You still come to church. That's right. You still come to church. Come as you are. Not what it, well, people think that's what they the clothes is. But it's in the state of mind. It's in 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 your will that where you are in Christ. Come where you are right there. Come out of it. And then eventually some of the things that we have on us will fall off. Earrings. I used to wear earrings all the time. I, I have my gold studs and my diamond studs. And then I, I remember going to my pastor. Uh, but I was dealing with smoking cigarettes and drinking and all that good stuff. He said to me, he said, eventually, it will all fall off the more that you come, the more that you allow Christ within your life, the more that you read your word, the more you study, the more you pray. The things that you believe are wrong will fall off. That's right. Most, Most people, people don't believe wearing their rings is wrong. They stand up, they preach in the pulpit. But I believe that I that I wasn't presented or or be taken 
well with my diamonds. St- I still look like the world. And so I don't wear them purposely. I haven't worn them over 20 years. I don't, I've, I, I don't have not one tattoo on my body, period. I do. <laughs> I don't. I, I, and, and I'm saying that to say this. Because there's some that still, after the fact that they've been saved, they go back and go get one. I've been saved for a while. And I look at everybody on them and I'm like, <laughs> but never had the desire. Yeah. Never had the desire. So I never had the desire. So. So not, not to, to put anyone put down that does. Yeah. I never had the desire. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so that, that that's when you don't have that desire anymore. You can allow the Lord to use you. Yeah. Go ahead. What you got? That's it. That's it. No, they ain't come on with it. <laughs> Lady Mayberry said, that's it. Just, I just, I mean, this, this just was an eye-opener for me. Like, even being a preacher's kid, I never thought people understood, you know, I never thought people really understood how we felt as preacher's kids. And to see the statistics and to know that people did understand or somebody understands, I still don't think everybody understands, but it's it's a it's a job within itself being a preacher's kid. Yeah. It, it's it, it it's it's a force to be reckoned with alone just with the title. And then um that's not even adding the unrealistic expectations that other people place on you as a preacher's kid. Then let's come on in and then add on all the negative exposure um because of the things that's going on in the church that we have to endure or we watch or we hear. You know, and then you go home to people that are bickering and complaining and fighting or their faith is not being modeled or they're not practicing what they're preaching. It's a lot to take in as a preacher's kid. So when we discuss, you know, how a preacher's kid should um, carry themselves, how they should act, what they should be doing as an adult, think twice about that on judging them because you have to remember and I, I couldn't stress this enough in our live broadcast that um the preacher's kids are human too we are all fighting for um a right to you know eternal life we're all struggling in some way with something you know my issues may not be yours yours may not be mine but we all have something that we are all praying and asking god to deliver us from or to help us in these areas so we don't want to get into the habit of pointing fingers or saying you know you you your your daddy's a pastor why are you acting like that because he's his own human because he's not the pastor he wasn't called he's a he's the offspring he's merely the child he's the seed of the the one that was called by god now will he return to the faith probably so because we did we were preacher kids. We veered off and we lived our life the way we wanted to. Right. But we came back because of what was instilled in us. And it's not always the parents. The parents are not the reason or the cause for kids being wayward. That's it. That's just the way that we sometimes and you turn out that way. It was it's not because the right things are not being instilled. It's it don't have to be even because of the parents not living right. It don't even have to be that they saw something wrong in the house. Everything could have been perfectly a okay at home. Everything could have went the right way. 
it is because we have our own minds we are our own person we have to make our own decisions and ultimately that's what life life comes down to choices and so even the more the it's like the more you know it, it can help you or it can hurt you yeah so this life just brings about choices and and we want to be mindful that everybody has a right to choose god gave us a right that's what's really crazy we want everybody to choose what we want but you know god gave us an opportunity to choose he said i would that you choose life and have life in that more abundantly but guess what if you don't he said if you go to hell he said i'll be there too I'll be right there with you. He gave us a choice. So why do we force what we believe on people? You can't do that. You can't make people be who you want them to be. They can only be who God created them to be. That's my story. You sticking to it? I'm sticking to it. Amen. Amen. That's our time. Please be sure to leave us a review. Leave us a review. And if you haven't had the opportunity to visit our YouTube channel, visit us at HODTV and JTM Ministries. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a comment on each and every video that you watch, as well as a review on this podcast. God bless you. This is an in-house production.